Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tatva Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, the conduit on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, took a little break last week, had a couple of crazy weeks happening, um, but excited to be back this week and have my guest here with me. I have Julio Alonzo, tarot reader, and also one of my really close friends. So super stoked to have you on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lindsay. Really, I really appreciate you having me. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks. Yeah, me too. And this is my debut of my microphone. Chick, chick. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to take it to the next level, you know, because this is something that I'm very passionate about. And um, I know you and I were talking earlier today about, you know, well, what are we going to even talk about? What should I say? (laughs) What shouldn't I say? So I wanted to share something. I was listening to the About 30 podcast today. And Aubrey Marcus was on there and he's one of my favorite podcasters. Love him. He's chef's kiss. Uh, you should totally check out the almost 30 podcast and also check out the Aubrey Marcus podcast. But he was asked about, you know, how do you share so openly on your podcast about your love life, about your spiritual life, about everything? And this is what he said. I, I wrote it down because it was so profound. He said, <laughs> yeah. There's always some fear, but you get over the fear quickly when you realize that the more you share, the better it's received. The only blanket that's ever going to keep you warm is the truth. Anything else is just a constant level of exhaustion, of strategizing, of living in the mind. And then he said, how do you really drop into the art if you're focused on constantly strategizing what you're going to share, what you're not going to share? It takes courage, but also once you start doing it, you realize the great relief that comes with it. Boom. Mic drop. There you go. So I thought that that, <laughs> that would be kind of uh, inspiring, you know, a way to kind yeah. of start the podcast. Don't mind the door closing behind me. My dog knows how to open doors and he just went back there. So that is happening. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So the top of Tuesday podcast is something that kind of came to me. A friend of mine had asked me to start a podcast uh, at the end of last year. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. And then after meditating and everything, I came up with this idea of the spiritual interview series. Cause you know, there's been so many people like yourself that have influenced me on my spiritual journey. And, uh, this whole, I've always been fascinated with the whole concept of God and how people find God or God as source, great spirit, Wonkin Tonkin, whatever people call it. And so that's kind of how this idea was birthed. And also, uh, you know, you know that I went through some, you know, some relational trauma uh, last year. So it was very symbolic for me to start to share my voice again. And so that's what we're doing here. And tatva is a Sanskrit word that means truth. So we're going to just talk some truth today. (laughs) All right. Let's bring it on then. I guess, you know, we're very, uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel that that's, when you release and let go of whatever's on your chest, right? Like everything else seems a lot smoother. You know, there's people that plan on like, how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to make it X, Y, Z? And, and there's people that are just doers. And the people that just do it and let go and just say whatever it is that they need to say, the, the easier that it all comes, right? Like I think, yeah. you know, not worrying about so much of being perfect or 
how people are going to be perceived or perceive you, right? So it's just spit it out, you know, don't worry about it too much and just keep it moving. And I think just letting that go into the universe and speaking it into the universe is just going to give you relief no matter how you look at it. So Absolutely. So yeah, basically, you know, let's, we can just start off by talking about your personal spiritual journey. And of course you can share whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) and whatever you don't want, you don't have to share, of course, anything that you that you, you know, you don't want to share. So why don't you tell yeah. us about your spiritual journey? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Lindsay, you kind of know a little bit about this, but I mean, just to kind of, you know, recap. <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's very funny, you know, for me getting into this or first, like, okay. I never thought I was going to be that kind of guy. Right. Like I, I, I had this like very weird misconception about spiritual people and, you know, I, I don't even own a pair of Birkenstocks. Like I thought like I could not be that guy. I don't have any tie dyes. I don't have any Birkenstocks. I'm like, I'm just not that guy. Right. And I, I will, I do want to tell this story because me and Lindsay, Lindsay actually helped me in my spiritual evolution. Uh, very true story. Right. So I'll tell you a little, little, little background for everybody who's, who's listening. So I want to say, I want to say it was 2007 or 2017. And I just moved from Texas to New Jersey. Right. And, um, Lindsay and I were working at the same, uh, at the same job. Right. And she was like, you know what, you should you know I'm, I'm doing Reiki at this, um, convention kind of thing. You should come check it out. Right. And I was like, you know what, I should check it out. So, but the night before I went out with another, <laughs> another friend of mine from work and Lindsay knows him and we went out, we got like, hammered right we just went out and just <laughs> got crazy at the club right just nuts and then i woke up in the morning i'm like oh my god i remember i was supposed to you know do Lindsay's thing i was like i gotta go i gotta go and i felt like so not my jam at the time right like it's not my jam now what I, you know that's not really who i am and i'm like but, you know i gotta go right so i'm like all hungover and you know i go to this place and she's doing her thing and it was just like the most I like it was just an experience because like I walk in and it, it just seemed like everybody was just like looking at me. They're like, and then I had like one of the like one of the people there that had an actual booth. She was like, Do you have a booth here? I'm like, no, I just walked in. I'm like <laughs> sunglasses, like hungover. Like, I have no idea. Like, but it's so funny how other spiritual people feel and see other spiritual people, right? And and that was kind of one of the first. Well, that was one of the first things that I knew I was at the right place at the right time brought to me from a really good friend that helped me begin that process. Right. Um, so just even like, so first going there, so I go there and, and then I met another very well-known psychic, Judy K. Right. Oh, Judy. Yeah. 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 Judy. Shout out to Judy K. If you haven't seen her or check her out, she's, she's a good friend of ours. She's an amazing, um, spiritualist great reader um we got a story about yeah. judy that i'm definitely gonna share after you're sharing <laughs> that, that life, day okay that that day <laughs> that day told, man she told me some shit i'm gonna tell you yeah we continue. I, I yeah so 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 <laughs> so Lindsay is like hey you gotta get a reading from judy i'm like line <laughs> is super long right like super long I'm like, oh, I'm hungover. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll stick it out. It's going to be about an hour and a half or whatever. So, like, I stick it out. 
touching, I'm touching uh, uh, like little knickknacks that people have created, organ stones, and and I'm touching like crystals and stuff. I'm like, why does this feel familiar? I don't know. It just does, right? And but I'm like still fighting my. You know, because I kind of grew up in the hood. I have this whole like gangster persona in my head. You know, like I walk on my own theme music. And, is that why? Is not... that why during this whole thing, I keep hearing different songs like come in, like spirit <laughs> yeah, communicates yeah. with me through music, and I keep yeah. hearing like every time you say something different, I hear like a different song. I'm like, what's yeah, going on? We need a soundtrack to this. I think I'm like, I know, really, I know, I'm going in on this microphone. <laughs> That's right. And we're getting soulful, right? Um, yeah. So, so anyway, long story short, so Judy, and this was probably like one of the, here's the thing, like when people, before I tell you this story, I would just say like most people have these little nudges in their life, right? Like there'll, there'll be nudges throughout, nudges throughout your lifetime when you've been denying the gifts that you have, because I denied mine for so long. I was like, I thought it was going crazy. I thought it was just psychosis. I'm like, maybe I just need to get back on Zoloft or take some kind of prescription medication. Maybe these feelings or these things that I'm seeing is just a byproduct of either, like I said, depression or a byproduct of just maybe I got into you know, that one time that I got into a brawl. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I have a little bit of, you know, re- you know, damage from that or whatever. Right. And so you kind of put it off and you're like, this is, I'm trying to stick to reality with whatever reality is, right? Like your friends and your family and and things like that. And, you know, the bad dreams or the dreams that wake you up at night and these feelings of emotions that overcome you. I've had it my whole life, but I really didn't acknowledge them as a gift until 2017. Started with Lindsay taking me to this um spiritual expo and then and then after go into this story with judy so i i did a reading with judy and she was literally telling me she was like i really there's so much i want to tell you but i really can't tell you because i can't influence you so the only thing i'm going to tell you is that you're heavily gifted you've gone through a lot of things in your life and she named like four things that no one would have known that i went through right and and then she was like, you should get into tarot, learn astrology, learn, learn that nothing's coincidence. Everything happens for a reason through time and time is bendable. And love, love is one of those things that can actually change time. Love is also, uh, it's, on a, it's on a scale. It's just, a, it's just different decibels because it could quickly go to hate, right? So she, she said a couple of things because for me, what I've gone through in the past, I've gone through a lot of like trauma, a lot of, a lot of loss, right? And um, a lot of self-deprecating type of things, right? And so from there, I was like, there's no way this lady could have known that. And there's no way that I woke up feeling that I had to go to this place, right? And I was like, that is so not me. I'm not that person. Two days later, I picked up a pair of tarot cards and then my whole life changed. <laughs> and the way that I do tarot, I mean, I do a lot of different decks, cards are flying out, same cards in the same spread. I mean, just like magic, right? And, and so when we start talking about ignoring your gifts or ignoring your 
you're trying to find a reason like, oh, that just happened because of this, or you're trying to explain it during the middle, you know, the, your whole lifetime until one day you're just going to have to realize that you're not going crazy. This is not a, like a funny coincidence. It's this is who you are and then this is who you need to become. Because if you don't, you're going to keep thinking that there's something wrong with you and you're the more you're going to become more introverted and more like secluded and you don't want to be around a lot of people because you feel like no one can understand you but really at the end of the day you're just gifted and you're sensitive not just sensitive emotionally but sensitive like like an antenna to an insect right like you're all of a sudden picking up waves and other people's energies and why you don't like him i just don't like him Right. And you know why you don't like him? Because he's a piece of shit, you know? So it's like using those powers, you got superpowers. And, and some, some of us were just born with that. And then some of us never had guidance on how to deal with it. We didn't have a family member or we didn't, maybe we were brought up very, very religious in the church and people automatically thinking that, Oh, you know, this is like devil's work or, you know, whatever. There's a lot of stigma that comes with that. I was one of those people because I was like, my grandfather was a deacon, my mother was extremely religious, but my father was a straight up heathen on the other side, right? He was just like anti-religion, <laughs> anti-everything. And my mom was like, why did you even marry me? And he was like, well, you know, you're good looking, you know? So my mom thought she could change him. And my dad was like, I'm going to still be that guy, right? Like, I don't believe in that. And so it's very funny because there's a stigma that's attached to it. And then if I just go back into my family line, I'm like, that's who I've always been. You know, it's just, it's just a different part of spirituality. You know, maybe sometimes it's not so, so connected to like the book or the word, but more of a, a spiritual feeling, right? Like seeing things. And that's a whole nother thing, Lindsay, as you know, it's like after this, after that spiritual awakening, then I started seeing UFOs. I was able to capture UFOs on film. And it just, there was a whole other thing that happened. But I, I give you a lot of props, though, because it, I really wouldn't have started it. I would not have been able to start that journey without you, Lens. And, and it's, pretty, it's pretty funny because I, when I woke up that day with Kevin, I was like, I'm not going to go to a spiritual expo. Get out of here, you know? But for some reason, I felt like I needed to go. And here I am now. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, it is definitely part of my dharma and like my dharma, right? My life's purpose is to help others to yeah. open up. Uh, I do believe that we all are spiritually gifted. It's just like a matter of what you said, like if there's guidance or if there, you know, if you have a practice and you're honing in and, and working with that. But I think that yeah. we are all aspects of God. And so it's just a matter of, you know, attuning to that, but that's really, that really makes me feel good that I was such a, you know, catalyst for you. Cause I, that's what I do here on earth. Yeah, that's, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. So at that point I was, you know, I had a, uh, an extra healing room in my apartment in New Jersey and I was doing Reiki and I started, you know, seeing, uh, deceased people. Um, and I would get messages from deceased people. This was like years ago. And I, and I didn't really share, I, I don't really share that with many people, but now I am 
him. So um, <laughs> I went to go see Judy about it because I had talked to Scott Evans, who was on the podcast like last month or so. He was, uh, you know, a big, a huge uh, influence and a, and a mentor for me. And uh, he told me that the room in my apartment was a portal. And I was like, whoa, okay. So I sat down with Judy and I specifically asked her about the room in my apartment. And I said, is that room, is that room a portal? And you know, Judy, she was behind me. She was like touching my shoulders, touching my head. And she started laughing. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why are you laughing? She goes, she goes, the room is not the portal. You are the portal. And that shifted. I was so fucking scared. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I, you know what I mean? But they say, you know, God only gives us what we can handle in any instance. So I was open to that. And then, um, a couple months ago when I was traveling for my, my other job, I was in Wilmington. I went to the spiritual store and I, you know, I got some things and uh, I was checking out and the woman at the register was like, you're a medium. And I was like, wow. yeah, I said, I looked around like, yeah. And she's like, but you don't tell anyone. I'm like, no, I don't. And she said, oh, okay. Well, they, they the spirit world, they want you to open up to that. And so I think that that's been kind of my, my path as of recent is being more open to that, but yeah, spirit once you're open to the energies, like you said, like, oh, then I started seeing UFOs or uh, mm-hmm. synchronistic numbers yeah. or animals yep. or whatever speaks to you that started happening to me. Just like I was saying, like, you know, spirit will communicate to me through animals. For example, I've seen a red dragonfly the last couple of few days, and I hadn't seen one of those ever before. So that was amazing. And uh, red cardinal. So the the color red was coming through for me. And then also music is a big way that I literally as my human in my human design, which if you've ever had, you should have a human design reading. They're amazing. It was I learned that I process life through music, like literally it's like how I understand life. And that's also how spirit communicates with me is, is through music. So I think that that's really cool. And it's like, yeah, man, I remember when you were going through your spiritual awakening and you would like hit me up and be like, Oh fuck. Am I going crazy? Yeah. And I was like, no, you're not going crazy. You are, you, you know, people say, Oh, I lost my mind, but really you found your mind. I had this conversation with my friend like a couple months ago about how, like, it literally feels like you're fucking going crazy. But you're really finding your mind and you and I have so many parallels like in our lives. Like I'm comfortable on here sharing that I used to take anti-anxiety medication and antidepressant medication and, 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 you know, I also numbed myself out like years ago with alcohol and just, you know, casual sex and just like unhealthy behaviors because I was so, I wanted to shut it out. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted to right. shut myself out. So we have a lot of similarities in, in that way too. And then it's like, once you're open, like your teachers start to pop up too. Yeah. Like Ex- people that, that are supposed that is so to true. Yeah. You. Hey, you know, it's funny. Because yeah. Like even that, like, the, so, so funny that you said that because <clears throat> after that, then I got, I, I ended up getting connected with a bunch of other spiritual, it was 
spiritual people that had gifts, right? And it was the X-Men, kind of. Like, it was five of us, and everyone had their own gifts. Like, somebody was very, very fluid with dreams, astral travel. You know, like the X-Men. Yeah, it was like that, right? And we had our, you know... And you think you're going to be with them forever, like that, having those, that, that core group of friends. And sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. But one of the things that you said earlier is like, you're going to have teachers that are going to come in and teach. And sometimes you're going to teach, not knowing that you're teaching. And maybe you'll, you'll, you'll see them again later in life and maybe you won't. But, it, but when you awaken yourself and you have, once you have your receptors open and your antennas out, everyone who's also connected to that energy, they're going to be able to tell you you and I are the same. We have the same bond. We have the same connection. And, you know, maybe not this lifetime, but previous lifetimes we were connected. And that's one of the things that really blew my mind. I'm like, all these people that are around me now, I won't probably be around them the next year or two, but right now it feels right. And that's what it's meant to be. It's like, we're learning in this energy together. And I never take any, any, any interaction action with anyone for granted because there's always a sign sometimes it could be a sign they're subliminally like telling you what you need to know you know and that's really deep like you you really opened up yourself to that yeah and I love what you said it's like you this antenna comes along it's it's really your inner frequency like it's that law of attraction the concept of the law of attraction is like you just kind of tune up your inner frequency and then that's what's going to show up around you um, and yeah, those people that like that, that old saying, what you seek is seeking you. It's, it is that, you know, <laughs> and that, you know, we Very can go on into like a whole super conversation about, you know, about the law of attraction and all of that. Too. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty amazing, but yeah, I don't take any interaction for granted either. Good, yeah. bad, ugly. The challenging ones are the, are the the most beautiful teachers, you know? Uh, so I found that to be, to be true along the way. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about like tarot. I know you have cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, typically I would, I'm, I'm one of those tarot readers. Um, nothing's um, coincidental. Right. So the way it, Okay, the way I can explain it. So here's 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 cards, right? Mm-hmm. And every card is a layer or a dimension into space, right? And the way that you let cards fly out naturally, it's kind of like the way that space and the angels and the universe is help asking the questions. So it's all about asking and having them have them, you know, have them give you guidance, right? Now, when you start doing a reading, seeing the same cards from three different decks on the same spread, on the same question, that's when I started to really understand that what I was able to do with that is that there's a there's an ether and the ether has information. So if you think about what you speak out into the universe, it's it's almost like it's like having the Internet but for spiritual people, right? You can have the internet and ask the questions and the questions will be answered to you through little gifts, through, through little synchronicities, right? Through numbers, through cards, through certain colors, you know, certain license plates, certain songs, certain, you know, it's all math, 
at the end of the day. And if you start looking at tarot, tarot is broken down by the zodiac. The zodiac is also broken down by numbers. Now, if I was to look at gematria, it's the same kind of concept. So if you start looking at every number, every vowel, you know, all the numbers add up and everyone's chart follows a certain type of ebb, right? Now you could go against the chart, but when you typically do that, a lot of times you won't be successful. You're going up against the grain, right? So one of the things that happens where I've learned now recently is that everything has a cycle. Our time here in the human race, we have a cycle and it's probably gone up and down like four or five times already, right? We only have a certain amount of time and how much time, what we do with that amount of time that we have, well, then that's up to you, right? Everything comes in, there's, there's good times and bad times, right? But if you know when they're coming, if you know when the cycle's about to change, the cycle that's inside of you, your astrology, your birth chart, the cards, the way they're flying out, all of it is connected, the numbers, that's what I started to realize is like, if you start looking at fractions and you start looking at the people in your life and you start looking at numbers, all of those are reoccurring to give you signals and signs and when to check in and when to check out. Right. So tarot is a funny thing because the way that I look at tarot is like, it's just a tool to help you give you guidance. It's really all based on your chart energy like i have pulled tarot cards and i have them fly out and i could tell like you know who they you know like what's their sign who their significant other i could tell all of that but it's not so much that the cards are telling me it's like i'm asking it into the universe and then the cards are just kind of giving me a little bit of like guidance but this card by itself means one thing right but this mm -hmm. card next to this <clears throat> means something totally different now, if I got 10 or 20 cards out there, they're all telling a different story for that pattern for that person. So it's not just the cards. Like anybody can read cards, but not everyone can read energy and not everyone can read all the cards as they play out as a story. So it's all a story and it's all time and it's all a cycle. And when you realize that, you'll know when to do things. All right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this story and I'm going to be very... Uh, one of my last readings that I got when I was in New Jersey before I moved <clears throat> to Texas, a friend of a friend, this is a true story, this is crazy. So a friend of a friend invited me over to go um, do a reading, which was very odd because most people come to me, but instead I ended up going to them, right? Um, which was very strange because typically I, I don't go to other people's houses and, and do readings. So I do a reading over there. <clears throat> And right off the bat, I got it. I like, I already knew what was going to happen. It was just like, whatever that you're trying to do, if you do it between these two hours, you'll get away with it. Kind of deal. Right. <laughs> like, like it's a cycle, right? So it's like, they want to know without asking me indirectly if they were going to get away with doing something. Right. And for me, it's like, I'm going to tell you the truth and then I'm going to check out of here and don't ever, don't ever reach out to me again. Right. That kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but, you know, there is guidance. You can't see that, you know, good or bad. You know, I think that's another thing too about being a tarot reader. You know, you, they say you have to use your discernment and it depends on before and how you feel. Like a lot of times, like 
I'm one of those guys, like, if it's good, bad, if the car comes out in reverse, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. If I do, I wouldn't be doing my job the way that, you know, people come to see advice, you know. And I'm also not going to over-exaggerate either, you know. Like, I'm not going to say, like, oh, my God, there's someone put a curse on you and you got to pay me another $200 <laughs> and all that other stuff, right? That, that also comes with being a tarot reader as well, you know, like that negative stigma, so... Yeah. yeah, you mean you you don't DM anyone like yo, give me your money. I gotta. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I hate that. You know, mm. it's, I well, you know, because I work with Archangel Michael energy, so it's all about integrity and and all this. But I mean, I've had readings from you, and and I've seen the cards fly out, and it's been. I love I love the way that you do the tarot readings, and I miss like your your. Uh, you were doing them often for the different signs, you know? So yeah, I really I I like that you were doing that. I know you and I are the same in the way that we're very deeply spiritual, but we also enjoy being in, in the matrix. <laughs> like I love having yeah. my, I love having my regular job. It gives me structure. Um, and then, you know, doing this stuff on the side. So you and I are similar in that way too, but yeah. I like what you said about, you know, time. So I'm in the shamanic mentorship right now. And we just discussed the differences between 3d reality, 4d reality and 5d reality. Um, and then also we talked about time and how time is not linear. And this is like, no, it's, not. it's, it's mm-hmm. cyclical and it's like, a staircase you just you kind of like come back to the same concepts but and you see them from a different perspective and then time is simultaneous so like the past is happening now the future is happening now and we're happening now it's so mind-boggling like our brains we don't access all that all those that those parts of the brain but time is not linear it's it is happening in all directions, almost like different timelines are ha- can be happening too because of our human free will, our ability to choose in every moment. It's like, have you seen Donnie Darko? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm not seeing clips of it. I know it's an older movie. Uh, it's one of my no. fav- one of my favorite fucking movies. Everybody needs to watch Donnie Darko. <laughs> so it is about time travel. And I don't even want to share it. Ah, fuck it. I'll share it. So one of the scenes you can actually see like this, like orb, this like liquidy orb coming out of each person and it's directing them where to go. And it's like, it is so trippy, but that's, you've got to watch that movie because it is all about choice, free will, and like different timelines and like how, yeah, things can change like this. And we are, we have those choices. So it's, it's super, it's a super dope movie. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in it and Drew Barrymore and Patrick Swayze. The soundtrack is dope. It's so good. I love it. I have it on DVD. (laughs) (laughs) How old do I sound? I'm older than you. I've seen, I'm way older than you. Y'all had it on VHS. I'm sure somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I got a cassette player. I got a record player. (laughs) I like my music with Dolby. Noise reduction. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, time being cyclical is such an interesting thing. And let's chat about it. Let's chat about how it's cyclical because you and I just fucking had COVID at the same time. Again, again, last year, last year, this time. Yeah, last year, this time I had COVID, you had COVID and I, COVID man, it it was rough for me this time. I'm still congested and a little nasally and I have a little bit of a cough. Took like 10 days. Last time was really rough too. And I was feeling depressed because I lost my sense of taste and smell, which is very disorienting. And also I'm a fucking Capricorn and I couldn't work or teach yoga or do anything. You could be productive. Oh my God, I could be productive. Literally, I was like, oh my God. Okay, so I was very depressed, but I went into the darkness, right? My shadow. And the only thing I could do was sit with me, is sit with God, right? Because I believe that we are all aspects of God. And so mm-hmm. I can access God at any time. I just have to go within. So I went within. And the lessons for COVID for me this time were about uh, boundaries. And uh, I was setting boundaries with people in, in a compassionate way, which is something that has been my one of my life lessons. And I got into this dark space and I realized I was like, oh my God, I had COVID this time last year. And I got to the space where I was like, am I the same person? Fuck no, I'm not. I got out of a toxic relationship. I'm, you know, I'm in a new, new job, not new careers, but a new job. I am in a financially a way better financial place that, that I was in. And I don't engage in the toxic behaviors that I was engaging in. And so COVID was, a, was like a dark, it's like a dark night of the soul, the COVID, right? Uh, like, yeah. what was it like I'm, for you? I mean, I almost died the first time I was in the ICU for like seven days. It was horrible. But I, I, I would say that everything that you, what reality is, right? So like, like let's take a step back because we talk about time and then we'll talk about COVID, but the time, so reality is if I get enough people in the same room believing in the same thing or believing the same thing of like what the constructs of reality is, and that has been given to me since birth, and that is what is reality, right? So the more people that believe in the same thing in the same area, that is what your reality is, right? You can change it. But it's always it's always geared on belief, and it's also geared on if enough people believe in the same thing, that is what is becomes around you because it's frequency, yeah. right? It, it's that's what is that is reality. Yeah, now, everything is is energy at a basic level. That's exactly what you're talking about. It's like some right. matrix shit. Watch the matrix, seriously. Right, but that's kind of <laughs> like the same kind of concept with COVID. So like COVID hit. <clears throat> We had no con- had no concept of what that was. We've seen it. We see people go through it, but I never experienced it, right? So when I went through that, and I went through it so bad, I was like, okay, I'm probably, I may not make it out of this. This is going to be like a 50-50 draw, right? And so during that whole time when I was in the ICU, I was just like, okay, whatever happens, happens. I did everything that I could. No regrets. Praying 
you know, <laughs> I hope that my my time here is I did what I was supposed to do, right? And but then after that, you told you told everybody you love them. Yeah, I was like, I love you, man. If I don't make it out of this, you know, hey, man, just you know, <laughs> give me some love know, on my grave. When, when, when that COVID hit you this time, you hit me up, and I was like, you're not gonna die. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. You right? know, I love your little Libra ass. <laughs> <laughs> but. But the thing is, is that during that time that I had it, I was going, I was having these dreams and I just kept on going back in time. And it's not even remembering stuff. Like I literally felt like I was going back. Yeah. Like I was going back to like when I was, you know, these certain moments in time that were just weird. And like when I was a kid and the, my first kiss and then like seeing a frog for the first time, like these, these, these flashes of like, I, I don't know if it was like, flashes of what people see when they're like about to pass or anything like that. But it was like going back in time and, and having that same kind of view. Why did I do that? Why did I go back there? I don't know. But like, for some reason, I, I needed to go back and reassess my life or reassess of what that was. And then when COVID hit, this changed everybody's perception. Everyone is different now. Everyone has a different view of, of the world we're not as communicative as we used to. We don't hug as much anymore. We're not very like we're not engaged with each other anymore because we're so scared of the frequency that is out there with with COVID and you know war and all this other stuff, right? And so when we talk about reality, everything that's being pumped out into the universe or being pumped out for you to believe it, well, that will become what it is, right? So. Mm-hmm. If you're dreaming about the past, a bit a good part of that is just saying like there's something that you're still trying to learn from that. Yeah. Like that's how I felt when I got COVID. I was like, I may not make it out of here. So I'm going back in the past. Why am I going back in the past? Because you're gonna get another chance. There's some things that you need to learn from that before you can move forward. And that's how I I I kind of look at that. So nothing is linear. You can go back in time travel every time you close your eyes and go to bed. Yes. Yes. So I was doing this neuroplasticity work, uh, Lacey Phillips, the to be magnetic work. I've I've probably shared it with you and I've definitely shared it on this podcast. Uh, Amazing stuff. So you get into your theta brainwave state, you deep, deep trance like state. And uh, woo, the sage is like, look at the smoke. I'm like, it's (laughs) pretty cool. Um, and you can reprogram your brain. So you go back in time, which, yeah, time can be accessed at any point. Actually, I had breakfast with my friend this morning and we were talking about astral travel. And uh, she asked me if I'd ever done it. And I'm like, I think so. She's like, well, you would know. So I'm like, okay. But apparently there are meditations and such where you can practice astral projection. So that's something that I want to do. Um, Anyways. Yeah. I love that. You said that you can go back into that vault of your heart or your mind and go into a memory and look at it. And like, and this is what you do in the, to be magnetic work. You go into a, into a space, let's say, you know, you're dealing with feelings of shame and you go into a memory about shame, let's say from uh, when you were a teenager in high school or something, and you go back into that memory and she, she um, 
prompts you to, okay, like what, how would you handle that differently? What visualize yourself doing it differently or talking to that person differently, and then feel the feeling of feeling better of making a different choice. And it's not like you're like, oh, well, it's not like you're being delirious. Like, oh, well, that didn't happen. You're going in and owning what happened and then empowering yourself to choose differently. And it's just so fucking powerful. Like, I mean, you really can't, we cannot fathom how we don't, we have limited access to our own brain. And it's like, it blows my mind what you can do with, with the mind. And yeah, man, COVID. Yeah. When you're, when your body, when you are dis, dis, when you're in disease or discomfort, illness, whatever. I had to literally at the end, I was like, God damn, my cough isn't going away. I still sound like a frog. And I had to say my wellness is stronger than this illness. I had to like use my brain power. It was just intense. And yeah, I think last time when I had COVID was about boundaries, but I really didn't stick to them as you know. Uh, and this time it was like, you know, I ended, I ended a 12 year friendship because it just wasn't making, I didn't feel good in it anymore. And, and, you know, I just have eliminated a lot of dramatic energy in my life and toxic energy, gossip energy, because what I'm doing now is I'm really focusing on like just full self-love. And for me, I've learned that the self-love journey is discipline including boundaries and, you know, framing my energy more where I don't have, no, not everyone has access to me anymore. So COVID, COVID shone the light on that for me too. And it was like, slow the fuck down. (laughs) And, you know, that, 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 that's the one good thing I would say about COVID is everything that you thought was important after, like before COVID, you realize after you got it, after the world has gone through this pandemic, who your real friends are, oh, what yeah. you really need, who's really there for you. Like you, you search and who you really are as an individual who because you, you, you're, yes. Yeah. Because I was like, I was so alone. Like everybody was so alone for like a year. Right. And then you really start to see what you're made out of. Right. Like they say a lot of times when people go to prison or in jail for long periods of time, and they're in isolation, two things are going to happen to you. You're going to use that time to, to, to do well and get yourself better and understand that this is like the mental mindset that you need to be in to get out, to change your life, or it's going to break you down and it's going to be worse for you, right? That's how I feel how COVID did, what did, did for a lot of people, myself included, because what I was going down this path, I'm like, everything is great. I'm, the, you know, my life is starting to take off, you know, and then it just went to shit overnight and then i saw that ufo before it went to shit and we'll talk about that later because that was like the heads up get ready because the shit's about to hit the fan and it did but here we are now we everyone's probably about 85 percent of the population has already contacted it has has received it in some kind of shape form or fashion healed from it a lot of people have passed from it our reality has changed Hell or high water, how the, however you want to look at it, it's changed. And the thing is, is that everyone, what what was three years ago is not what it is today. And it's so dramatic. And it's, we talk about reality. 
And the thing about the past is like you got to be careful not to stick stay there too long because you'll have problems moving on to now. Right. Yeah. And yeah. It's, that's it's an, tough. That's another thing too, right? Right before I got COVID, I had this sound healing and she placed like the the sound bowls on your body, which is amazing. You know, like I digest life through music. So this is something I'm really into is healing sound and, and all this. And she said that the bowl didn't vibrate the way it was supposed to. Um, because I had a heart chakra blockage, you know, something that I've been working on, you know, my last relationship was very toxic and abusive. And I am so afraid to choose the wrong person again. And so this is right before, right before I got COVID, the message to me was to tell a new story. Cause like, I can't keep saying, well, I'm a victim. I was a victim of abuse. I was a victim of abuse. Like I, endured that experience. I participated in the experience for far too long. I didn't listen to my, my gut when I had to get out. Um, and I paid for that. And, uh, you know, I wasn't a saint either. There were a lot of lessons learned. And so that was a huge thing for me right before I got COVID. I said, I'm telling a new story. Like I want a new story. I'm not going to make the wrong choice. And then boom, I got hit with COVID and it was like a huge, uh, I think illness is also like a DNA upgrade as well. Like you let go of this old shit that just doesn't work anymore. And then now like, yeah, just like you said, I'm not the same. You're not the same. Everyone I've talked to that has had COVID I am not the same. I can't, I can't have that low frequency bullshit in my life anymore. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, that shit isn't real. So it's got to go. And it's like COVID before COVID, I said, I'm telling a new story. I'm going to be different. And then COVID. And now I am different. I'm going to tell a new story. Um, so it's just like, yeah, it's crazy. And it's just, yeah, it just makes so much sense with our conversation about yeah, time. It's not fucking linear. Yeah. Like it's, it's not literally linear at all. And then we're always revisit like it almost like I have this idea of the Mercury retrograde. People freak out with Mercury retrograde. I fucking love Mercury retrograde because it gives you the opportunity <laughs> to revisit things at a slower pace, maybe give it yeah. another shot. Whatever that means for you. So that's what I felt like. I was like, oh, when I got COVID, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be bad. I had it bad last time. It was fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was I mean, 10 days again. <laughs> you and I fucking FaceTime yeah, each other. We, like, uh, how we, are you? We're both <laughs> sick. Yeah. But you know, it, your, it's funny. What's your it's, you, we're taking our temperatures on the fucking phone together. Temperatures. What's your temperature? <laughs> and then I was like, what's your oxygen level? Oh, okay. <laughs> It's well, so it's funny because go through that with you. <laughs> yeah, I know, girl, because we went through that twice. That's hilarious. But you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Makes right? you stronger as fuck. No? Yo, now this is some Mar. No wonder I love Marvel. This is some Marvel superhero shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, we talk about the upgrades, right? You talk about yeah. upgrades, and we talk about activation, and and. Um, I will tell you, like whatever happened to me in that in that emergency room, like I, I'm not you the died. same person. Your old self died. Yeah. Just like when yeah. this this last time with COVID, eight years ago, I had dengue fever in the jungle. 
And you told me that. You told me yeah. and you said it was worse. You said it was worse than dengue. You said when you caught COVID, it was worse than dengue fever. I honestly felt like COVID was worse than dengue. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what you said. Like, yeah. You, you know, ivermectin, the medicine for COVID, is actually the same medicine that helps dengue. I did not know that. I found did that not out. Know and that. I said, shut the no fuck shit. up. Yeah, I guess I'm, God, God thinks I'm a strong ass bitch because I was telling hey, my coworker. I was like, I had dengue eight years ago. He was like, oh my God. Yeah, the locals, they call it the bone crusher. It was fucking terrible. I thought I was going to die there. And you know what? I did die there. Part of myself died there. Just like last year when I had COVID, part of me died. And this year, I think that last little bit that was hanging on that, yeah, you know, whatever low self-worth, a little, little bit of that was hanging on is fucking dead now. You know, RIP old lens. <laughs> so you... So you got lit. That's great. That, that's a, that's really a good way to look at it because like I never thought about like I know I felt different, but I never would have looked at it as like I died in birth. And that's a good way to look at what COVID does because it really does do that to you. It really does change you. It changes you to the point where it's like your senses are all messed up. I th- there was like three weeks. I was like the way that I was talking. I was like, do I really sound like this? Like I I didn't know. Like I thought my voice changed. I feel like like mine did change. I'm like, fuck, I hope I can still sing. (laughs) (laughs) It just changes you. But you're right. I think you know, they're out in the head. It's like there's when you catch it, there's a point of view that dies. And and depending on how you look at it, it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. But it's either you're going to work. You're going to you're upset that the past you keep visiting the past because it's like since COVID. Our whole existence in humanity has changed. We have changed. We're never going to go back to what it was. This is going to be here forever, right? Like, it's going to be a different variant. It's always going to be something, right? That's That I know for a fact. That's what's going to happen. Anybody who came from that before, they're going back in time, and they're wishing themselves, like, man, I wish things could be different. I wish they could be the way they were, but they're not going to be the way they were everything has a cycle yeah. right and mm-hmm. and that's the thing it's like the more that you can adapt and get over it and change with the times the better that you're going to be yeah that's one of the things that i've learned because i've been living in the past for a long time and i've realized that i can't do that anymore yeah and we're not going to go into details here but i did have the honor and privilege to do a healing for you like years ago and that was super yeah. it was super deep and uh I don't know. I'm just, I'm grateful that you're, that you're in my life. Um, so we're, yeah, we're coming up. Yeah. So we're coming up on the hour. Um, yeah. you know, I don't know if you wanted to pull a card, like just for the energy of sure. of this week, maybe All right, you could show people what? how you show people how you do it. And then also if, are you still offering readings? Or are you kind of just chilling right now? I've, I'm kind of chilling you know, right now. All yeah. right. Well, if do you want, you know, if people want to connect with you, yeah. they can. Yeah. What's your why don't you what's your contact information? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me your Reach phone. Out. Give me your give me your phone number. <laughs> I'm gonna give them a phone number. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna give them the phone number. That's inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> oh, no. Um, also, you can reach out to how me. Many, how many band t-shirts do I have? What one was I? Oh my god, you got 
kudos. I like that. I like that. Shirt. I was wearing Def Leppard before, and now I'm wearing Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can reach out to me at uh, Alonzo ENT at um, Instagram. You know, um, you can also reach out to me at Hands of Apollo Tarot at Gmail. Uh, so yeah, I used to have a channel called Hands of Apollo and, uh, that was kind of like a big thing, but I kind of put that on hold for a little bit. So, but just reach out to me. If you're meant to find me, you'll find me. I'm out there. Julio Alonzo. So you'll, you'll, you'll find me. Yeah. All right. So pull, why don't you pull a card for the, right. for the, for, for the community, for the community. For the community. All right. Let's see what we got here. I don't know if you guys can be able to see it because of my camera. But uh, right, also because of your trippy ass background. You're like, you like that? It's like coming in and out. I'd say, you know, I'm classy because it's like, it's a, it's a total shit show back here. All right. Disappearing. <laughs> you're, you're disappearing into the abyss. <laughs> there you go. All right. So let's see what we got here. Perfect. So we got the Queen of Wands, right? So. Someone's in their queen energy, controlling, ruling, taking care of business. Also, there's the black cat on there, which is someone who's very psychic, also um, identifies with all the fire signs. So Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, heavy Leo, Harry, Aries, Aries sits on the throne first coming out, right? So it's also like leading by example. So this podcast also talks about that leading by example, what you were saying earlier, you're putting everything on the line and you're using this little... People always say that black cats is like bad luck, but oh, contraire, mon frere. I love it's that. It's really the opposite. I yeah, want to get really one. the opposite. I don't think yeah. I've had dreams about black cats, but I don't think Charles would like it. I'm not sure. Maybe. He'll <laughs> like Charles it. Charles is my her. dog. <laughs> yeah, he will like it if you get him as a kitten. Okay. So he'll like it. He'll like it. So this is good. So, and then there's an, okay, so this is great. So there's a, so after that, you have the page of wands, which is going into a new direction slowly, surely, like young, young energy. Like I am a student to the science or a student to the study. I am not a teacher, but I'm going to, I'm going to go out there like I am in a way. I'm putting everything out on the table and we're all students here to learn something. Right. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I'm the expert in anything, but I am opening up and speaking and communicating. And I know that there's a new journey for me. We have to grab the wand, walking stick and got to go through it. Right. So this is the young part of it. I'm looking at it as a almost like an apprentice type of energy. And then afterwards, you have the Ace of Pentacles. So there's abundance here. So things that you can hold on to. And it's very funny because like a lot of times we say. The things that you hold on to, in this instance, they always talk about the physical. Like when you see a pinnacle, it's things that you can hold, finances, home, cars, you know, things like that. But because this is more of a spiritual read, there could be a little nugget of wisdom, a little nugget of knowledge, something that was shared that will resonate with you, that you will hold on to, that later down the line, it's going to help you heal, help you open up, and help you like grow ace of pentacles <clears throat> awesome mm, good yay well thank yay. you so much for being my guest on the podcast post-covid and with my new thank you for microphone. having me man yeah, you killed so that new microphone i love this i love this it. microphone
Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening or viewing this, however you're consuming the information. Um, yeah. If you want to connect with Julio, you can check him out on Facebook or Instagram. And yeah, I will catch you guys next week. Thanks so much, Julio. Thank you. Take care, Lindsay.